Hey everyone, welcome into another episode of Real Sports Talk. I want to recap the Eastern Conference Finals and the Western Conference Finals. As we saw the Lakers and Nuggets get started on Friday night. And then they played Sunday night as well. And in between we had Boston and Miami Game 3. Now, as most people didn't know, already kind of had an idea of Boston down 2-0. Tensions were running hot as a team. Brad Stevens had talked to all the guys, all the leaders, about what's going on and how to get their energy, get their mind right for Game 3. And so Boston finally did the thing that they had to do. They didn't blow a lead. They did not blow a lead in this game. And even though Miami made their runs, Boston was able to withstand it this time. Now, Gordon Hayward returned after missing pretty much most of the season. And it's remarkable how he's been able to come back. And he played a little bit on Saturday. Um, And so, you know, how he will be factored into the rotation remains to be seen but it was good to see him come back after really suffering some tough injuries in his Boston career you just hope that he can stay healthy and be a productive player um, in some way for the Celtics but you know Boston was much better in execution in this game I mean, they did a good job of just not letting Miami take it over with their three-point shooting. Jalen Brown had 25 points. Tatum with the same number of points. Kemba with 21. And so the Celtics got a nice effort from all guys. And that's what they need. They need guys to shoot the ball well, be efficient. And they did most of their damage inside the paint as they, you know, outscored Miami in the paint 30 to 36. And when you do that, if you're able to score inside, then you have a really good chance to win a game like like that. And so a good effort overall from Boston as a defense. They didn't let Miami get into a rhythm and when Miami did make a run in this game Boston was able to answer with some buckets of their own and it's great to see a series now be 2-1 I mean ideally you would like to see in this particular series that both teams are really matched and they have a lot of depth and a lot of scoring so you know I was just looking at this series and I thought you know Boston is going to give Miami a fight they at least won game three and made it a little bit more interesting. And it remains to be seen now if Miami can answer the bell. As you know, we saw Bam Adebayo play extremely well. He had 27 points in this game. And so, you know, Tyler Hero, Jimmy Butler, Goran Dragic, they were limited. They didn't do as much as they could have done. Boston had a good game plan against them this time 
uh, really forcing some tough shots and contested shots from Tyler Hero, who really doesn't shoot like the way he shot last night or on Saturday. And so that worked out well. And then they really held Goran Dragic and Jay Crowder to minimal points in this game. And those guys were hitting a lot of buckets and a lot of shots in the first two games. And Boston finally found a way to neutralize Goran Dragic using a combination of Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown as, you know, Boston really played Miami well from the shooting-wise, not letting Dragic get in the paint and make the buckets and transition passes. And so when you out-rebound your opponent and you have more assists and more steals than your opponent, it's a good chance you can win a game. And Boston did just that. They brought the fight to Miami. Miami's slow starts to each of these two games, three games, they've played so far they've been off to a slow start and then they pick it up in the second half well that can continue for for Miami because now Boston knows what they have to do in my mind I think they found something in this game and so what was supposed to do now as he needs to see guys really play much better in the first half and have an impact in the game it's gonna be really interesting to see you know what Miami does to disrupt Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown because these guys have the potential to shoot so well and so you know Tatum in game two didn't play as well I mean he had an efficient night but he wasn't that productive and so you know the only key for Miami is can they force turnovers against Boston and they can they do a better job of rebounding because they were out rebounded and they were scored a lot in the paint. So Adebayo may have had a nice game, but what about you know Duncan Robinson? Or what about when Miami goes small? When Bo- when Boston goes small, Miami goes small. So what about then? You know, and can Jimmy Butler kind of have one of those games where he can remind us of how potent of a scorer he can be? We know he's a hustle player. He can play great defense. He can do all those things. But you want to see him kind of score more have more production offensively as if he gets hot and he starts shooting the ball extremely well then Miami is gonna be able to win most of these games and take advantage of second you know opportunities so remains to be seen what Spolstra does how will he put Jimmy Butler in situations to where he can score maybe more on the offensive end with cutting and rebounding that's key for all the Miami players, rebounding the next game, uh, getting getting stops, and starting fast. That's what Miami has to do in order to win. And as for Boston, I think they can keep this momentum going. Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown deserve to play a lot of minutes. I think Gordon Hayward should be eased back in. I think he should just be used, used as a decoy. Um, by Boston in terms of just making sure that he can his versatility he can guard probably anybody really really well on Miami and so let's see if Brad Stevens decides to put him in but we know what happens um, what happened kind of with Kyrie Irving and and you know what happened with Boston having like younger you know complaining about not getting enough time to play and gel and stuff so you know, will Gordon Hayward be 
given some minutes to prove himself? Will he be able to score and be efficient? It's too early to expect a lot from him, but you want to see if he can provide something defensively or be another body for the Celtics as they try to tie this series up in Game 4. The Western Conference Finals began on Friday night, and it was a really interesting game. Um from the get-go because we knew the Lakers hadn't won in game one in this postseason and they had more days of rest than Denver did and so this game was really interesting from start to finish Uh, well not really from start to finish but for most of the game it felt like the Lakers defense was on point Uh, they really frustrated the Denver Nuggets a lot in game one as they were really physical at physical at the point of the point of the rim, and so overall you saw a much better effort from guys like Kentavious Pope and Danny Green as they tried to make an impact offensively. Anthony Davis um, at 37 points and 10 rebounds in the game and so he was doing his thing LeBron had 15 points and 12 assists LeBron was dishing out assists getting guys open shots Um, the usual thing that LeBron does at an exceptional level and so he was on his game really spreading the ball great all the way through never made this game closer towards the end but it was too late by then and the biggest thing in that game to me was that the Lakers really pushed the ball against Denver and they put Denver in a spot where they had a lot of foul trouble. So Jamal Murray and Jochik had three fouls in the first half. And so Denver was forced to go small, play a different groups of guys on the team. And so, you know, that ended up happening and, you know, there was just a great effort by the Lakers rotating well, forcing Denver to shoot some bad shots. And that's what was the story of game one as they dominated defensively. Dwight Howard made uh, made, made a start and Dwight Howard was blocking shots, being really tough defensively. Javier McGahee, the same thing. And so the Lakers, you know, with their size and their ability to stretch the field with the Rondo making plays, Um, Lakers definitely um, got the best of Denver in game one. Paul Millsap and Gary Harris didn't step up in game one and they did not do the same thing in game two. Game two was more of a back and forth thriller in my mind as the Lakers were really in danger of losing this game late. I'll get to that in a little bit but the Nuggets kept fighting back. They were down in this game for almost, you know, 30-some minutes in this game as LeBron and the Lakers were just taking it to them as we saw LeBron make some tough buckets. Anthony Davis got it going in the second quarter. Uh, Kuzma came up with some plays. Caruso and Cantovius doing a good job overall as... You know, this game was getting really interesting in the third quarter and the fourth quarter as the teams went back and forth. 
Biotrick and Murray were exceptional in their efforts as they really brought they really brought the energy and the, the fights to the Lakers when the Lakers might have kind of relaxed a little bit at the end. But nonetheless, the Lakers woke up when they had to wake up and they won this game. LeBron had 26 points. 26 points and 11 rebounds in this game. Jamal with 30 points and 9 assists. And Nikola Jocic had 30. The battle between Jocic and Davis you know, took, took, took on center stage in this matchup as... I mean, they were trading shots really at the end of the fourth quarter in tough situations. And, you know, Anthony Davis, this is why he wanted to come to the Lakers. He wanted moments like these. And so Davis played exceptionally well. Um, and he made the shot that won them the game. So the Lakers were up 192 before Denver and Jochik really went on a run. And they closed on that, that lead. And then we had Anthony Davis getting the ball in the post and, you know, dropping it in. And then we had Jochik, on the other hand, come back and with a hook shot over Anthony Davis to put them up 103 to 102. And so, you know, it was exciting to see these big guys really get the ball and take those shots as Jochik was just trying to do everything he could to, you know, get buckets and put this team in position to at least compete at the end and you know Davis being the great player that he is and trying to make it to you know the NBA finals this is a game that you know he's definitely gonna remember and it's definitely one of his best games he's played one of the shots he'll remember in this game that's because you know this game was hanging in the balance. Denver seemed like they were going to win this game. One, because in the fourth quarter, you know, they had some, they had more free throw attempts than the Lakers in the fourth quarter. And LeBron kind of struggled with some outside shots. And there were some turnovers as well in this game. The Lakers shouldn't have had, but they did. Um, as they tried to stop Jamal Murray, not give him easy buckets, but you know, the hard fouling and and the adjustment had to be made as the Lakers were kind of getting uh, a little bit lazy towards the end. They were not realizing how much Denver was just trying to trap them and and score on them. And so their defense was a little bit, uh, you know, messed up towards the end of the game. But they recovered enough where they had a chance to win this game after Denver went up 103 to 102 on Jochik's um, shot over Anthony Davis. I mean, Jamal Murray, uh, you know, blocked Caruso's shot. You know, that happened, and then there was a three pointer missed, I think, or a three pointer also was contested late in the game. So, Lakers, you know. They were denied twice by the, by the Nuggets, but there were still 2.1 seconds left in the game. You know, see that the fact that Caruso had, took a three late in this game, I mean, I don't know what happened there. I think LeBron just kind of boxed out or he just couldn't, he was an inbounder or something like that. But, you know, Lakers were fortunate that uh, they recovered the, covered the basketball. They had 2.1 seconds left. 
and you know with 2.1 seconds left inbounding from, from behind the basket uh, Rondo with just a great uh, pass down low as the Nuggets Mason Plumley kind of made a late kind of rotate you know he late, you know had a late rotation to that and Yochik was the inbounder and Yochik had a, had a contest uh, barely uh, but Davis got the shot, the three-pointer. He took a three-pointer, and game over for, for the Nuggets as he hit that three. You could just see how much his teammates were celebrating and stuff as, you know, Davis has been known to be one of the best players in the world. and He's, ha- he's having the opportunity now to prove it since he's playing in the postseason. And so for him to hit that game and then shot over Jochik, who, you know, he was inbounding and then he tried to rotate and, uh, you know, he was trying to block Rondo's vision and, you know, Rondo just made a great pass with Davis kind of curling around the back, getting a small kind of screen and then um, hitting a shot um, that was pretty, really cool. And the Lakers now have a 2-0 lead on Denver as this series is going to be really interesting going forward. As we know, no lead is safe from Denver, and so the Lakers have to keep this up, obviously. But Game 3 is de- definitely a desperate uh, game for the Nuggets to have. Because um, Lakers are a different animal than the Clippers. Lakers take advantage of your turnovers, your decision-making. They try to frustrate you as much as they can. And defensively, LeBron with his switching, his ability to defend multiple guys. And Rondo really having an impact in terms of, of passing the ball and getting shots for other guys. I mean, they just have so much going right for them in this series so far. The Lakers have been much better from the three-point line. They've been able to rotate much better and rebound much better. So that's what they have to keep doing because Denver is going to try to keep pushing the, bo- the ball using their speed, their athleticism, and they have to do a much better job figuring out how to get more from you know their bench players. Denver needs more from their bench players, their supporting cast. Yochik and Murray are exceptional, but they cannot do it solely on them in this series. Against the Clippers, it worked somehow. But against the Lakers, you need guys like Gary Harris, Paul Millsap uh, to really step up. You need to have an impact in this game. You gotta have the guys play on that team, shoot the basketball, take shots. Yochik had one three-pointer that he passed up. I think that he should have taken late in that fourth quarter, but he rather took the other shot, which you know can happen. And you know he can hit three extremely well, but. You know, there was this one moment in that game where I thought that he had a chance for a three, but he passed it up. And so Denver needs to shoot with confidence from the outside. And they got to be much, much better taking care of the basketball because the Lakers feed off that. And rebounding is a huge thing for Denver as they got to try to get some more extra possessions in this game. You know, that's the thing that they have to do. They have to get rebounding. They have to play big with the Lakers at times and who knows maybe we'll see that uh, unique player um, that they drafted and uh, his name is uh, Bold Bold and maybe he'll play depending on how he does um, 
you know, he could play as a possibility in this series as Mike Malone is really uh, you know well versed and making adjustments and stuff so you know Lakers have to be wary of that Anthony Davis has got to continue to play this way for the Lakers because their shot of winning the championship depends on his ability to score efficiently and of course for LeBron James to be a factor when it matters both on the defensive end in terms of getting getting the, the best shot possible so should be a fun game three and four the Lakers sweep the Nuggets I just don't see it happening as I would like to see the Lakers get past the Nuggets pretty easily I just know that with what we've seen this postseason so far you know, the Lakers are going to have to be on their game if they want to win game three and four. Um, just the way that Boston kind of played against Miami when they were down 2 I expect the Nuggets to play the same exact way. And we're going to see if the Lakers can uh, overcome that and still win despite despite that effort that we should, we should expect from the Nuggets. The Nuggets should come back playing much better. They had this game almost in their hands. A couple of possessions here and there could have gone their way, but they didn't. And they got beat by Anthony Davis on a buzzer beater. So the Nuggets uh, have a lot of work to do, a lot of adjustments to make, and it should be really interesting to see how they play tomorrow night in Game 3.